trippy music playing in the background. Yeah, it's pervert fervor. Part of Some Call Me Tim. Wednesdays from 2 to 4. You guys are actually tuned in to the Joke Workshop right now. Mondays, 6 to 8. Let's take the moogie dogs out and put in the... Happy, happy, happy music from the 40s. Right on. Welcome. It's Monday night, 6 o'clock. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. We have comedians that are excited to tell you new jokes, old jokes, red jokes, blue jokes. And they're going to talk to each other and tell each other why that they're piles of shit or that they're awesome. Or they'll call each other piles of shit in a nice way and everyone will laugh. And it'll be fun. Don't worry. Uh, Here... At the Joke Workshop, we ask, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, at least make the bread taste good, you know? Give them a nice little, a nice little happy comment, you know? Right? Da-da-da-da-da-da. Hey. Uh, all right. We have a couple comedians here tonight. I'm not going to be too crazy on the time. I mean, I'll, like, I'll let you at five, um, and we'll see kind of what happens from there. But take, take your time and... Uh, don't don't rush, uh, but do what you got to do. Use this workshop to uh, to help you and your jokes this week and forevermore in your comedy career, I guess we can call it, or the hobby that will never die. Uh, <laughs> your first comedian, young man, very funny guy, has a great show here at mutinyradio.fm every Sunday from 10 to midnight called Old Soul Radio. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Mike Evans Jr. Hello, everybody. Hey. How's everybody doing today? It's good. Somebody say, hey, we want some pussy. Hey, I really do want some, though. I stopped jacking off last week. It, uh, it's been very tough. I've decided to give up porn, decided to give up Tinder, which is, I feel like it's going to have an awful effect on my comedy game later on in a few months, but we shall see. Um, I'm going to try out some jokes for you guys tonight. So when I go on dates with, uh, with girls that I think I'm going to have sex with on the first date, I normally try to warm up my dick a little bit by watching porn, you know, like jack off, but no, don't jack off to come, because if you come, then you know, you've wrecked it, you've already you know, came in your own pants. And so I was meeting up with this girl in West Oakland and uh, I was just parked in West Oakland. I got there 15 minutes early just to warm my dick. So I'm, beat, so I'm beating up, you know, beating up, beating off in West Oakland, kind of a sketch neighborhood. So I'm looking over my shoulder and shit, just kind of just getting it ready. But I, I'm paranoid about two things, about getting shot and coming too fast. It's just a worry that I have. And that's as far as I got with, uh, with that joke. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't like how, <laughs> I don't like how in rap songs now, I feel like everybody's flexing too much. Nobody really shows their actual emotions and shit anymore in like hard rap songs. I feel like they should come out with a trap song about everyday life, you know? Like, I woke up this morning, ate some Cheerios and shit, didn't find a motherfucking prize in that bitch. All right. Uh... <laughs> Fourth of July this year, I decided to uh, try to set up some fireworks in this this local park. Um, but I have a thing where 
I really like dogs a lot, but the things with dogs and fireworks, they don't mix at all. And I found that out the hard way. Dogs start to freak out anytime they hear a lot of loud booms. So there's this man playing with this nice labradoodle. This is the dog I'm going to use for this example. Nice labradoodle dog, right? Just playing with him, just like wrestling him on top of his chest and stuff. I blow up a firecracker, and this dog shits on this man's bare chest. Right, just all over his chest. And then he looks at me. He's like, hey, man, what the fuck? Me and my dog shit on my own chest. Not the shit on your face. So in this instance, I, I have one or two things to do. I can either A, run, or B, set his dog on fire. <laughs> that was the punch, really the punchline of that. I set his dog on fire. That's what happened. <laughs> the dog was like, ah! But he wasn't shitting, so it was, <laughs> so it was okay. Um, thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> That's a good dog on fire impression. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Teen Glow is this place that none of you guys know. So I grew up here in San Francisco, and here we had a lot of like random things that we did for social fun. We had nightclubs in high school, which is crazy. Like there's this one kid whose dad owned all the nightclubs in the city, and so for one night a month, he would let it be like 14, to like three ages 14 and 18 can make it into this nightclub, which is disgusting. Like there was, you're shuffling through semen on the floor pretty much when you were walking, just kicking up gunk and shit. The walls were sweaty with just hormones of little kids. It's just a very good place if you're a pedophile, honestly. If you want if you you know, if that's what you're into, you should check it out. But uh, <laughs> yep, that's about, that's about it for that story too. Um, let me see what else I got. Oh, yeah. So people would show up really drunk to these things, too, all the time. They would shuffle in alcohol and just get really fucked up. This one girl I saw was really fucked up at one point. She started slapping people, slapping everybody in her, in her way. Just poof, pa, poof, poof. It was fucked up. But after that, she ran outside. I didn't realize how drunk she was. And so she went outside in the rain and started taking a shit in the middle of the street. Mid shit, she gets hit by a car. And the whole time, <laughs> whole time I was laughing really hard, but it was fucked up because I kept thinking of like all of the perspectives of that story. Imagine if you're drunk and you just hit a girl, like a 16 year old girl with, with shit in your car. You get out of your car like, oh, what the fuck? There's blood and shit all over my car. Or imagine if you're like the paramedics having to pick up this girl with just shit and blood all over. You're just kind of just not happy. Or if you're the parent, imagine getting a call from your kid talking about like, hey, you know, I was at a club, things got a little messy, I'm gonna need a new back. The cool thing about that story is that it's a really true thing that happened to a girl that I know, and she went to school the next week like nothing happened. I would have quit life in general. I would have just moved town and probably become a stand-up comedian. Um, also in porn news, there's this girl that I know named Cindy Cole. You can actually look her up. I tried to hook up with her back in the day, and she wouldn't hook up with me because I wasn't her type. But, but now she's doing porn, so I'm, like, <laughs> tremendously offended by that statement because she's fucking, like, 50-year-old dudes, like, on camera and shit, and I just feel really bad for her, you know? Not because of the 50-year-old dudes thing. It's just, like, all, all the porn comments are just really harsh. If you ever looked, if you ever watched porn and then looked at the comment section, you just kind of for fun after you come, because you can't look at it before you come, otherwise, you know, you'll get soft. But basically, like, 
One of the worst comments I read was like, Jesus, she would be my best porn actress if she would shut the fuck up. I'm just like, oh, man, it's brutal. It's pretty awful. But those are my jokes, guys. And uh, I'm excited to hear your comments. My heavens, Junior. Yay. All right, there are multiple microphones around and about. I had a couple things. You seem to really like masturbation a lot. And, but you can, keep, you can keep going back to semen as a through line. For example, you said in the beginning, um, why, first you're like, why am I scared of beating, beating up, beating off? But you didn't really give us a funny like second reason. Like the first reason was like someone could be watching and then the second reason was I, there wasn't one really. So like you need something there. But then uh, I thought maybe instead of lighting the dog on fire, you could masturbate on his dog. Or something like, and maybe he would eat it or something, or something gross would happen, like that you would, and because then, then his thing would be like, wah, wah, like the, you could use the same expression, but it would be of the man because he's seeing you masturbate on his dog. Um, and then with your funny little rap, you did the first um, stanza, and then it, it's almost like you could have a list of prizes, like in that cereal box. You're like, because I didn't get the condom or the blah, blah, blah. like a condom would be more like a punchline but you'd be like I didn't get the lube I mean it depends what kind of cereal you eat I guess for prizes <laughs> cookie crisp <laughs> delicious those were my those were my those were my things uh so Thank that you. girl who took a shit in the middle of the street and then got hit by a car and came back to school the next week you came up, you said that came to school the next week like it wasn't a huge deal. Yeah. <laughs> you need to like, be like, holy shit, she came to school? Like, yes. I would take six weeks off. I would yeah. not go back to, you know, like, you were like, I'd quit, right? Mm-hmm. I think you could juxtapose, like, your reaction to, like, how you'd respond in that situation to that. Because it seemed like a, kind of an afterthought that you brought up the part where she returns like a phoenix, mm-hmm. shit covered, <laughs> and in a back brace or whatever. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I want I want the whole story about that. Um, I think he masturbated on her probably at the end. That's oh yeah, probably. probably. Ended well, yeah. Yes. And then she turned out to be a porn star. <laughs> oh my god. Full circle. Yeah, I wonder if like the safe face she was like telling people that she shit herself because she got hit by a car even though that wasn't what actually happened. Um, I think maybe for that last joke that you had about reading all those awful brutal comments, you're like, I can't believe I read the or like People said the, the raw shit, you know, and then you should be the one that wrote them. Like you could just do like a misdirect. Like I can't believe the, all the awful shit that they, they uh, that I read because I feel you know I feel really bad for writing that. Or there's, a, there's a way to do it that you could make that misdirect that you actually wrote those. I actually the stuff that you're talking about of like warming up your dick. I kind of I have done that at the urologist's office because <laughs> you don't want to like come in with like Creepy. you know like a zero like a one inch nub. You know you're like trying to so you could either talk about that or like bring in that you do that or just talk about because I also feel like dudes either come too quickly or they don't ever come like there's never like the dude that comes the right it's like a weird Goldilocks of ejaculation like <laughs> so. Right, because like for the first half of my sexual career, I came too quickly. Now, I can't. Now it takes too long to come. It's like what the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like porridge. Yeah, yeah coming's like, like porridge. porridge. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. Coming's like porridge. This is. 
This is gold. <laughs> that was, I was like, sometimes no, not the not the texture. I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that more cum jokes? This is this is great. Um, my set is getting diverse. Yeah, more cum jokes, great. That's exactly what he needs. To with hear. the girl, uh, <laughs> with the girl shitting in the street, you didn't tell her perspective. Like when she got hit, you oh, told the driver point. and everybody else. I was like, the only funny one is the girl squatting. Yeah. <laughs> when she gets hit by the fucking car, like that's the funny bit. <laughs> there you go. That's my point. <laughs> Yeah, at what point during the shit did she get hit? Is she Zach, you gotta oh, like talk mid, into mid the shit. microphone. Mid shit? Yeah, I didn't say mid shit. Dope. Yeah. Like between <laughs> logs? Huh? <laughs> like a log and a half. Wow. Yeah. Bring that up. You should. Crowning, crowning the second log. <laughs> so more depth than. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, I just want to reiterate that you should. Like, what would you do if you got hit by a car with taking a shit? Mid shit. Okay. All right. What would you do <laughs> if you were hit by a car while you were taking a shit in the middle of the street? <laughs> what would you do? Uh, all right, everybody, clap wildly. Mike Evans Jr. Thank you. Uh, your next comedian was on Comedy Day yesterday, and she's here right now to make you guys laugh. Put your hands together for Stephanie Silverman. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, let's see, what should I start with? Because I did want to address the Comedy Day uh, thing. Uh, I guess I... I will. I was standing on the, leaning on the fence. There's a VIP section, which is pretty much the saddest. I, I shouldn't say this. Like, Comedy Day was such a nice, they were so nice to let me on. But it's kind of the saddest VIP area that you could ever, like, have. Like, my boyfriend went with me, and I was, like, setting him up in the picnic area. And I was like, wait, do you want to see if I can get you back in the VIP? He's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> you know, this is like a guy who's he's been VIP at Coachella. He's like, I'm good. That's I'm, I'm good. Uh, so I'm, I feel because they really I I shouldn't, but there it is. And so I was just like watching on the I was watching like this the stage and their like little chicken wire fence that they have. And one of those sweet, wonderful volunteers who gives his time uh, said he's like, you can't lean on the fence. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, you got to stay three feet away. It's a fire fire hazard fire lane you need a fire lane like it's like you know that wire that like it is like this high and it's like I'm like I could pretty much push it over like if someone is is if there's a reason to run away from this non-flammable area like there's no fire that there's nothing that could catch like if I even if it is like even if it's bursting like you know my my iPhone 5 is more likely to burst into flames if I download iOS 10 than this area to burst into flames but I, I I'm grateful I was grateful to be on Comedy Day. It was a last-minute ad. I guess enough people dropped out. They got down the list, and they're like, oh, Stephanie, well, well, what do we got to lose? Um, and they give us, they gave us a little a gift bag. Again, I'm shitting on it. They're so nice, so nice, so nice. The little tote bag of swag. And I'm like, what the, what is this stuff? Like, it's just someone cleaned out their garage and put it in this. There's like a, a book I don't understand. It's like a fanzine that someone made in the 70s. Like, or it looks like a book that someone made on their copy machine, you know, on their lunch break. And they're like, oh, shit, they stole all the paper. And that's it. And I and I was com I was complaining. And someone's like, you you know, hey, they gave us a free bag of stuff. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I'm grateful that they put me on this show. I just don't want this bag of shit. Um, and that's it. I was it was fun. Comedy day is fun, and I'm I am grateful, and I'm honored, and I'm flattered. So I don't. But those are the jokes I came up with, vis-a-vis -vis comedy day. Oh, oh, there's one more. I may as well do everything in the order that I wasn't expecting to do it. Um, 
And this is like, if you, I really want to teach people how to give a good compliment. seems like people just don't know. There was a, a, a wonderful, lovely friend of mine who found out that I was on Comedy Day. And she said, look at you. Aren't you fancy? I mean, is that, is that, is that a compliment? Or is that like, or is that, is that kind of like saying, how the fuck did you get on Comedy Day? What the fuck, what did you do? Like, who did you blow? And then she, that was the next thing she said. She's like, who do I have to blow? Like, who am I going to blow? Like, who am I going to blow that's going to put me on Comedy Day? It's like, and this is, this is, I've noticed this happens a lot. It seems mostly with women who compliment each other. It's always like a, look at you. Oh, look at you. Like, I, it's always, and it's often another performer. Like, I'm wearing a dress because I wear dresses. Look at you wearing a dress. Yep. What a nice dress. Look at you with your makeup. Close your eyes. Let me see your eyeshadow. What am I, fucking horse? Like, do you want me to open my mouth and show you under my tongue? Like, look at you. Look at that little wallet you have. Where did you get such a, like, I, I don't know. I have, I'm sorry. I have things that are nice. I like nice, I, what, how am I, I don't know. So just, just say, like, I like your outfit. You look very nice. Just, just put it out there. Just put it out there. Aren't you fancy? Fuck her. Um, I am shopping for a cat. Woo! I'm in the market for a cat. I'm uh, I'm looking in cat shelters, but you can also shop online for a cat. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this. There's a website called PetFinder.com. It has all the cats, all of them, at all the shelters. They're just scroll through, find them. And this is weird. I'm really willing to get a toe-up used cat that someone just deposited in the night box. You know, they have night deposits at shelters. You can just leave it. Like I don't know what happens. Like you ends up in there with like a squirrel and a chipmunk and a pigeon and blood you know like here you go here's your cat uh we cleaned him up for you but um it's weird because I also want a dog but I am not going to get a rescue because fuck that because I want a fresh dog like I want one that's clean and bred well bred like a doodle like a labradoodle because they're fucking expensive and really cute and they're bred for cuteness right like rescues like not bred for cuteness they're like because someone abandoned that shit you know and it's like you get you get a lot of shit for like wanting to buy a dog. People are like, why don't you get a rescue? You should get a rescue. I'm like, I should get a rescue. Maybe people shouldn't abandon their dogs. You know, it's like, it's not my fault. It's not my responsibility to clean up someone's dog mess. Okay. Just, it's not my fault. So I, I it's not fair. Like, I don't like, they don't, I'm not going to go to like, a, like find a boyfriend in a, like a men's shelter, you know, like, like why, why? Cause they, they do, they need homes, right? Just like these fucking rescue dogs need homes, like men, homeless men, they need homes. Maybe I should go to a tent on Folsom street and say, Hey dude, this home, this is not good enough for you. I'm going to rescue you. Come home with me. I'm going to give you a better life. I'm going to feed you. I'm going to clothe you and I'm going to fix you. So it's, you know, no, like I, I went and I got a boyfriend that was a good match. Like I found one that was, that was a good match. So it's kind of weird that I'm willing to get a cat online but I figure you know it's it's like you can scroll through and look at all the fucking cats it's kind of like online dating um but it's just kind of one it's one-sided it's a little bit more like mail order bride you know because it's like the cat doesn't the cat doesn't have much of a say like you go in like they give you like they're like you can go meet this cat the cat's like whatevs you know I guess I'll I'll play with that mouse on a string on a stick or I'll hide under like and the cat could be hiding under a chair but if you want it to come home with you you're like this cat's coming with me like the cat you get the cat you want the cat gets what it gets that's all I'm saying it's like I don't know it's just a little creepy the way you can just like it's it is kind of mail order bride it's like oh this is fancy boots he is from Ukraine you know (laughs) he's my good kitty oh uh I don't know but I'll find a good cat uh that's yeah I guess that was that was it all right thanks you guys Dating cats
cats all over San Francisco and beyond. Probably all the way dating cats all the way in Oakland. Maybe even some Berkeley cats. Oh, yeah. All the fucking pit bulls over there. Oh, oh, of course. Yeah, you got to. Uh, I was going to say got to be racist about it, but I mean, just noticing things doesn't necessarily make them no, racist. it's true. Go online, go to the Berkeley, uh, what do you call it, animal shelter, and it's like 17 pit bulls and a cat. Oh. And I'm not even joking. Like, well, it's just true. I enjoy the mail order bride thing. I think you can go farther with it in that like a Russian blue is a type of cat. Oh. And, but fancy boots is very cute. Um, or the Persians with their flat little faces, you could make like a joke, like second wife eyes down, or like you want a really submissive cat that can't breathe or like, you know, like I want one that has a, that has a flat face. So it doesn't have a brain. So it never thinks and just looks pretty and fluffy all the time, you know, just like this. I knew you'd have good cat feed. Yeah, big, just like the, those big titted Persians. That's what you want, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you are loosely talking about pussy. But then that's cute too. Is that it, you're, it's like your new lesbian relationship. I really liked the idea of like the mail order bride, and then on the on the internet, like you could Tinder these cats, right? You could swipe left, swipe right. It doesn't even bother. You them. can also pin them. You can Pinterest them. Oh no way! Which is fucking weird. Like putting a cat on a pin to, pin board. Yeah, yeah. The cat that you I might want someday. It's kind of like you should get together with Mike Evans Jr. Maybe he can masturbate on the cats. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. That's. Uh, other people comments? Yeah. I thought that uh, it was good, too. I was thinking of, um, you know, like going into depth about, like, the types of rescue cats and types of, types of rescue dogs. Like, oh, you know, like, you know, some dogs have, like, post-traumatic stress disorder of, like, some type of kind. Like, mm-hmm. like, if you pet it the wrong way, it's like, it goes off on you. Like, you could make up, like, one. Like, every time I, you know, scratch my kneecap, my cat throws up or something. You know, not, not <laughs> yeah, that exactly. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like, yeah. yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Um... Hey, look at you with those jokes. Hey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well played. Well played. Uh, you can, I think you make the, because uh, you uh, presented uh, like you're going to pick up a homeless person. So like in that narrative, you're talking to a homeless person. I think you should make it like really, because the, the fixed line is good. Uh, you should just make it all animal stuff. Like okay. don't, don't even pretend that, you know what I mean? Because you set up that you're talking to a person and you just make it all animal stuff. Okay. Like, like, oh, I'm going to scratch you behind the ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Get a little bed to Okay, cool. I thought um, two things that you could focus more on. Yeah, I thought you did a great job. Uh, the night, I like this idea of the night deposit. It's just like an all-in-one animal bin <laughs> and how crazy, like on the wrong fucking night, there could be like, the, you know, like that could really, something completely fucked up could happen if you, if the right, there's a right combination of animals. So you could either say that you saw that or like walk away as one animal gets put with another and you're like holy shit you know this is what must have happened so you could just have maybe a lot of fun of like animals that shouldn't be together together in that night deposit bin and like you know are you going to read right. about it on the news tomorrow or something like, that, that was you end up with a turducken <laughs> right, right, right. um and then another th- thought uh oh yeah like it just kind of struck me too that there's certain like cats that you can just tell by their expressions that they don't want to be adopted by <laughs> their owners and they would just rather and you can maybe just do like an act out of a cat that doesn't want to be adopted because you can always kind of tell there's just yeah like they don't get a they don't get a choice and it just seems like uh that could be another thing to focus more on okay oh. the one cowering in the corner hissing at you that's the, that's the one i want <laughs> you're coming home with me bitch. yeah <laughs> um the one thing about like when you were talking about uh how you dress well women complimenting each other and stuff you know like oh you know giving a bad compliment Another parallel to that, just to throw in as like a little tag, might be something like it's akin to telling black people that they talk well. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that same condescending bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, just to open it up, you know. Okay. Because I want to do more that, more with that, but I'm not sure there is that more. It just irritates me. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Well, I think it can kind of, if you want to tag it, it's catty. It's catty. It's catty behavior. Think, catty. Speaking catty. of cats, I hate bitches, but I love cats. I, I'm, so I'm searching for a cat right now. I can't get catty enough. Yeah, that's a cute little transition. All right, everybody, hey, Stephanie Silverman. Yeah, you know I'm into the puns. Hey, if you guys are into the funs, I also have uh, pot treats for sale. They're really strong. They're really delicious. Yeah, if you like to have fun, then get nah, come talk to me, and uh, that's always fun to do. Uh, also, this Friday on Pamtastics is Hell Hat, and it's a really fun show with a great lineup. Uh, and oh, I did it at the wrong time. It's for your next comedians on it, but your comedian right now. He's been on it in the past, and he's actually really funny, and I love one of his jokes about improv stuff because he's like, everyone asks me to do these improv shows, and it's a funny joke, um, but he is really good at improv. Also, let's hear his new jokes right now. Put your hands together for Cole Chapman. That is a flattering impression of me. <laughs> everybody wants to do the improv jokes. I understand. Uh, everybody always gives me the generic dumb guy voice when they do an impression of me. They're like, oh, you, you dumb laugh, like, and like, I understand. I have a deep voice, but holy shit, guys. <laughs> Try a little harder, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I guess it's imitation is a serious, serious form of flattery, yes, but I don't feel like I sound like a cartoon dumb guy. <laughs> like, hey, boss, well, you, we gotta go to the bank, right? It's like, I'm never, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I do sound like that, right, David? Oh, I sound like a cartoon dumb guy? No? No? Like, oh, yeah? You, wh- whatever, man. <laughs> whatever, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, where do we want to begin? Oh. It's football season, guys. Yeah! Here we go. That's the response I like. Two men in the audience <laughs> and a much bigger response than I've ever gotten for saying it's football season. <laughs> we got one guy fucking... <laughs> we got him doing the art cool. Um... Yeah, I love football. Football is my favorite thing to watch. Uh, grew up watching it. Uh, but now, like, we're in this weird time where uh, I have to be, like, morally conflicted to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, I was talking to this girl I'm dating about it, and she was like, how can you like football? I was like, what do you mean? She's like, they defend child abusers and domestic abusers. This is a terrible organization. And I was like, well, uh, let me put it this way. What's your guilty pleasure? She was like, well, chocolate. I was like, all right, what would you do if a friend called you up one day and was like, well, you hear the news? You're like, what? It's like, chocolate just got arrested for beating its wife. You're like, oh, shit. Like, you wouldn't give up chocolate immediately. You'd be, you'd be like, well, there's probably two sides to this story, right? Like, you'd, be like, you could, you'd have to justify that in order to start keep eating chocolate. Like, you understand where I'm coming from? Like, I need to be like, listen, listen. all right, 6.5 yards per carry, that's pretty good, okay? His kid is going to live. He's going to be tougher because of it, okay? <laughs> but this guy's stats, he's no joke. He's no joke. You know what I mean? George knows what I mean. <laughs> Does he? I don't know. Hey, man. I like that uh, mail-order bride thing, uh, mostly because I was just <laughs> it was a punchline to this joke I'm about to do. So, hey, let's, <laughs> let's have two mail-order bride bits. Let me spoil it for you more. Um, so I'm uh, staying at home for, the while, uh, for a while, house-sitting. Uh, now I'm house-sitting my dog. Uh, it's a new dog. My parents just got it. But, like, like I love this dog, okay? It's a Border Collie, eight years old rescue. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Um, 
<laughs> but it does not love me. You know what I mean? Like it is like so weirded out about me. I don't know if you've ever been around a border collie, but every time I try to hang out with it and keep in mind, I get it down with my dogs. Like I love to wrestle with them, I love to cuddle with them. You know, I'm always trying to pull them in close and be like, give me a hug. Like this dog feels like, I don't know, like a mail order bride taking a picture with its husband. You know, it's just kind of like off to the side, like, hmm, hello, <laughs> like despondent, like, mm. Like, all right, we got 30 seconds left on this. Okay, like, it's contractually obligated to hang out with me, you know? And then, like, after 30 seconds, it's like, all right, I'm, we're done here. We're, I, can, I can go. Like, no, man, hang out with me some more. Like, I feel like it's such a desperate schlub trying to hang out with this dog. <laughs> this dog wants no business with me. I don't know. It is a, it's a terrible thing. Do I have more on that? I could check a page, but I don't want to do that. Do it. Fine, I'll check a page. Oh, one of the one would be funny. The big reveal was I don't actually have more on this. Oh yeah, no. So now I'm trying to like do stuff to impress my dog, so I could be like, see, like I'm I'm kind of like you. Like I'm getting the mail, right? I'm like, going out and I'm pulling it, all the envelopes in my hands, right? I'm eating chocolate. Like you can't do that, dog. Like what? What? Like trying to get in its head, you know? I don't know. He idolizes my dad, and uh, the last time I saw my dad, he's not dead. He just went on a trip. It was late at night, and he dipped a Thin Mint into ice cream and then peanut butter. And I was like, that's what my dog needs, a role model. <laughs> that's some shit. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> Hang out with that guy some more. <laughs> this guy's an innovator. It's snacks, snacks that I can't eat as a dog. I don't know. It's like that show Wilfred, but like... I'm just talking to a dog, and the dog's just looking at me like, you're insane. Like, it's the complete other way around? No? Okay. On the fly, hey, it doesn't work all the time. Okay. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> um, 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 don't want to get into this other stuff. Here's, here's something i kind of been working on. Um, <laughs> people got very hesitant at this joke last Friday. <laughs> uh, here's a theory I've been working on. Is it racist? Uh... There we go. We got a yup in the back. Um, uh, if all your assumptions about my behavior based on the color of my skin are completely accurate, <laughs> or is that just like an on-the-money guess? You know what I mean? Like you're just you're just using an es a, a guesstimate, a, a guesstimate, an educated guess. Like a lot of people were like, "What do you do when you go home?" And a lot of people would probably assume I go home and enjoy a nice dry rosé and watch Frasier until I pass out, uh, and they'd be correct, 100% correct. <laughs> yeah, 10:30 p.m. every night. What? <laughs> That's about it. Okay, guys, that's my time. Thank you. Bye. He loves rosé. Do you really love rosé? Because that's funny. You really do. You really do like rosé. Hell yeah. I actually, I like it too. I drank rosé every day of the week. I drank some rosé last Friday in the morning. It was nice. It's before, if you're gonna be drinking wine before noon, rosé, I think, is the way to go. Dude, I went to France. That's all I drank for like two and a half weeks. It was fantastic. That, that's also a good white assumption thing when you were in France. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Racism being an educated guess is a fucking brilliant premise, <laughs> in my opinion. Like, that's really what, ra right? Can we... Little stereotypes, right? <laughs> I don't know. Can we get real here for a second? I do think... No, I seriously... That's what, that's what it is. I mean, it's obviously it's going to be... You got you to gotta watch out, but... You got to be cautious. Yeah, but I feel but like, like I think it's a, a I think that's that a, one. So what? wouldn't it like if I were to be like, "Ooh, they're crazy all black people," and like then it'd be right. Like, but yeah, but you're, but I like, think your you know instincts I mean? are right to put it on you. But like, yeah, all the talk and all the racism is just back towards you. But you just call it like an educated guess. And it's like, yep. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I think that's really. I don't know. You, that seems really smart to me. Well, that was on the fly. Bing. Thank you. Really. Also, the child. So yeah, I feel like the chocolate thing. There are like child slaves in Bolivia yeah, making I was chocolate. 
And I feel like you can just keep, she can, you can just, she can always have something. I like that that's not a super obvious one, but like literally everything can get shot down. I mean, every, everything that we have, like all your heroes. Nice H&M shirt. Where'd you get it? Bangladesh? That's what I thought. Right, right, right. Right. And just keep thinking those and try and find the most innocent and more innocent and build, build the innocence. And then you can keep. You know, escalating it. Yeah, yeah, so I was thinking because chocolate is a real slave thing. Like you could, <laughs> you could go with something like yoga. Like she's like, what's your guilty pleasure? Well, I spend one hundred ninety dollars a month on yoga. Like, how would you like it if yoga like slept? I just I like the yoga example because it just seems so innocent. But like the way you set it up was good. Like, what if chocolate cheated on his girlfriend? Right. What if yoga cheated on you with Pilates? Yeah, no, totally. No, that's a good. Uh, <laughs> it could be one of those things where she keeps getting trapped. In the, he's like, he's like, oh well, not chocolate. How about yoga? And I'm like, ah, well, you know, cut it on that one. Well, I think maybe like, you do two, maybe you do side, two right? real ones, and then you do that could be your final third to break the mold is like two actual examples, and then because the yoga example or the one that you uh, did, it's cultural isn't, appropriation, David. That isn't so. really you. That's that's like you know a different sort of response to that because it's not real. You're just like. Yeah. You you realize that you don't actually have one for yoga, and then you like say that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't like that. With the with the dog mail order bride, what if you started to try to curry the dog's favor by buying it like handbags and stuff, <laughs> and like high heels? You're like, well, I know if, if the dog's like a mail order bride, I'm really I've been trying. I bought it a pair of Le Boutons. I bought it a Louis Vuitton bag. And next we're gonna I don't know what else mail order brides like. I'm gonna get Botox freedom for probably. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, good stuff. Two on the nose. Well. Hey, thanks guys. Hey, have you got anything or it's just? No, I think oh. you're funny all the time. Oh, I like your man. I like your new racist racism joke. That's not really racist. No, it's nice. <laughs> no, because you could have nice. been like, lie on the back of the bus to all the black people eat the chicken and talk on the cell phones all loud. Why are they doing that all the time? Thank you. You didn't have to do that. Is that a, is that a good white voice? Yeah. Zach like that white voice. <laughs> Any other comments? For gold jack. You could also get meta with the racism and then and talk about how the fact that you're not. That you're talking about yourself, but you realize that this you tried this joke talking about other races, and boy, does that not work. Like if you, I think <laughs> once you start, nobody wants to hear what a white guy thinks about black people anymore. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, or there's no black guys on Frasier. What Frasier? to that? I never learned how to interact with black people because there's no black people on Frasier. <laughs> like there's. That's true. That's true. Bye. All right, thanks, guys. Yay! Cool. Chapman, everybody. Yay, hooray. Uh, your next comedian is on the Hell Hat Improv Comedy Show this Friday on Pantastic's Comedy Clubhouse here at Mutiny Radio. It's only five bucks. You guys are going to really enjoy him this weekend and right now. Put your hands together for David Roth. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. I had a great weekend. Being, being a divorcee means your weekends are great. Because um, before, my weekends were fucking shit. Uh, I was a member of an olive oil club. <laughs> what the 2,000 listeners can't see is Charles went crazy. Yeah, no, it's fucking, yeah. Went up to Napa, part of an olive oil club. It's uh, it's embarrassing. That's just not who I was, right? And then later my wife would complain about, like, not having, like, passionate sex. I'm like, honey, I can't crush olives and pussy, you know? Like, pick one. Like, if you know the difference between Oleo Nuevo and Arbequina, you're probably not the same dude pounding out in the bedroom, right? I'll tell you what I paid for that. I'll tell you how I paid for that olive oil club with a fucking Bed Bath & Beyond MasterCard. That's how fucking whipped... It was just, yeah, dude, it's, 
I know, that's a... <laughs> my reward for purchasing linens is the ability to buy more linens. It was, that's the light at the end of my credit fucking tunnel. Ugh, what else? And yeah, and we went to the container store a lot. Whenever I walked into the container store, it was just, oh, here are new, new storage options for my testicles. We can choose like a wire mesh basket or fucking stackable bins. It was, I don't get it. Like, why is it to have sex with a woman I need to live the life of a gay man? That's, here's the thing is I, that's, a, that's an applause break. Uh, thanks for quietly clapping. Uh, I just, I think women just need a gay best friend. I, and here's the thing, if you, if you're with a woman and you're a, straight heterosexual guy like myself you're just a hardcore hetero no i'm kidding i'm guys i'm super straight i'm straight as a chiseled man's jawline um but you're i just think a woman needs a gay best friend and, and you realize that if you're thinking about your woman and she doesn't have a gay best friend you're the gay best friend right that's the realization that i'm coming to um am i even allowed to talk about gay best friends i don't know uh what else woman dick size bed bath and beyond we're doing so well um i feel like michigan's the fat girl at the dance uh, <laughs> i was just thinking about like i was thinking about immigration and it's just weird because like texas they kind of want to you know they want to build a wall to keep people out i feel like michigan would want to build a wall to keep people in like there's no that has like the lowest number of people 18 to 34 like they need warm bodies in michigan like we need we don't want to build a wall it wouldn't make sense like why do we even have border control like we should have a fucking slip and slide from canada over to michigan with a fucking woman with like a casserole dish i don't understand like michigan recruitment ads should it says like pure michigan that shit should be like put on michigan like we fucking we need some we need some warm bodies um that's what i'm getting at i uh yeah michigan has its own holocaust museum there's a holocaust museum in detroit uh which to me my mom got all excited and she wanted to go and i'm like is this is this gonna be like the ross dress for less of holocaust museums right like we why the fuck because i've <laughs> I've been there once, and leaving the Detroit Holocaust Museum was like walking into a bigger Holocaust Museum. That's <laughs> that's what it felt like. <laughs> it's, but like I just didn't, you know. I was I was there with like this new girl that I'm dating back back home, and I'm moving fast. But like she was like, "Is it a cool Holocaust Museum?" And, and I ended up like yelping it. Uh, because she didn't believe it, and I was like, you know, it's, I don't know, I don't want her to think that it's going to be some, like, Bush League little engine that could Holocaust Museum, like, I just imagine, yeah, like, if you're not from there, you think it's some bullshit museum, uh, I'm, like, sweating, because I'm, like, <laughs> this is, like, an old joke that I'm trying in a new way, fuck you guys, uh, let's see, love, we, I think we need more words, I don't, I love mom, I love pussy, I love casserole. Why is there? If Eskimos have thirty, if Eskimos have thirty-five words for snow, why is this the way you feel about pussy the same word as brunch? Uh, like I was with this, I was with my girl, and she's like, she hasn't said she loved me, but she said she loves. Ca like, so you love casserole, but not Dave. It's just a fucking weird. It's just weird. And Zach, I really need you to help me with that one. Um, I'm almost. 
Let me see what else do I have that's emasculating. Twenty four. <laughs> um. Oh yes. How how much time do I have, Pam? Like twelve seconds. Sure. I'm done. I'm I'm like. All right. I'll do one more quick line that you've already heard. But uh, yeah. So my wife and I, when we were together, we wore uh, <laughs> I wore lambskin condoms for eleven years because she had a latex allergy. And uh, you know how, like, moleskin notebooks aren't made from the skin of dead moles? That was, like, my thinking when getting these lambskin condoms. Um, but then my buddy was like, hey, you know that they're actually made out of lamb intestine, right? I was like, I've never even done anal before, like, with a human. You're telling me I'm, like, past the butt, like, 10 feet up a sheep's ass? That is, like, some deep anal. Uh yeah, you know how awkward I feel now at petting zoos? It's very it's very uncomfortable. I sweat as much as I did in this set. All right, thanks, guys. I've been David. David Roth, or now as we know him, Dave. I've never thought of you as Dave. Hey, you love you love casserole, but not Dave? That was the most like surprising thing about that joke. I'm like, you go by Dave? That's so weird to me. Um, okay, so I have only one really commenty thing is that You've got you've got a joke set up there that you didn't take advantage of when you started doing tags for Michigan. You're like pure Michigan, pure Michigana, whatever. But like cheese and cheese makes big tits, Michigan <laughs> or whatever, like funny things about Michigan, like make up weird shit. Like, you know, you can build a house out of you can build a house out of abandoned cars. Right, right. Michigan. Detroit, Michigan, you yeah. know, like silly, like there's. You know, just right, weird right, right. stuff. But I, but the first, the thing I wrote down was cheese makes big tits, <laughs> Michigan. That's what I thought. But I feel like, like you could kind of go off the deep end and make them, yeah. Well, Wisconsin, but Michigan. I don't know. So that's the thing. I don't know enough about Michigan. So maybe you have to. It's shaped like a hand. Like maybe use all five fingers on your dick, Michigan, or right, whatever. Right. I don't know. Like a mitten. <laughs> okay, so that uh, that joke that you, uh, you want to help with. I wasn't listening to that. Okay. But um, <laughs> thanks. The the wine one, dude. There's something in there about uh, stomping a barrel of pussy juice. There's <laughs> pussy juice between your toes. So there's something there, man. I don't know. I don't know how to phrase it, but it's there. Crushing olives and pussy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Speaking of the old olive oil club, uh, you should tell me more about what you did in an olive oil club. Did okay. you do olive oil tasting? Because I know that. that I, is I think that's the, the only thing you can do, right? Like, how many things can you do in an olive oil yeah, club? Yeah, right. Like, you, <laughs> you dip it crush, in different breads. You crush olives and you can taste. And yeah. Okay, so when is this true? I heard this from someone that when you taste olive oil, like you do it like wine. So like you slosh it around yeah, in your yeah. mouth and you spit it out. That's so fucking gross. Like, can, can you please <laughs> elaborate like little, on like how it's like you're taking a warm load, go and then spin it out into a bucket? That's so have, yeah, disgusting. You can't spin it out, but yeah, you. But well, you get to drink olive oil. Yeah, like dude, it's good for you. Straight, so you gross. You drink it straight in like a Dixie cup. That's Ugh. like. That's why you have frail white man hair. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. This is true. But still, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Room to expand on that. Right, um, right, okay. As far as like, because uh, you you just sort of touched on it, and yeah, well, blew my mind as far as your caucasity, but still, <laughs> you can go further into it. Your uh, caucasity. Oh, caucasity. Your propensity <laughs> to be a Caucasian. Whiteness, yeah. Um, whiteness. Uh, uh, and then what about maybe afterwards when you get divorced? Like, you know how you do something for long enough, it becomes routine? Mm-hmm. Like, what if you, like, you, like, inherited all these, you know, gay man attributes and you go back into the single world and you're, like, suddenly, like, changed? <laughs> you're like, oh, wait, I need to go olive oil tasting. Like, what? Like, how does that conflict with your single life? Right. Like, right. this past life as a quote unquote uh, gay dude. Yeah, now I'm like a. Gay man looking for straight love or something yeah, exactly. like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've turned into a metrosexual. Congratulations. Um, 
you could uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. yeah what's a cool holocaust museum <laughs> I mean right paint that picture yeah like there are like slides and stuff like what's yeah, just a, a really pit? yeah I just yeah like just it has really a, just a red latkes. mountain of shoes when she says she loves casserole maybe you get defensive you're like yo what the fuck's this casserole got that I don't you know, this right, casserole's right. not serving up lukewarm dick every <laughs> every three nights. This casserole ain't serving up five-inch dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Good job, man. With regards to, he was talking about the, the habits that you've acquired that now make you more like a gay man. You had mentioned being the gay best friend. Was that in reference to being single or being while well, you're married? Because you could maybe tie that together. Like, now I'm their gay best friend. Yeah. As a single I think I think when you're... Yeah, what I really what I meant is like when you're married, you wish there was like a dude that did all the shit you didn't want to do with mm -hmm. your wife. But now and that you're so, but yeah, now that I'm single again, I think that's kind of what Cole was saying is like okay. now, Who's now funny? I'm someone's gay best friend okay. basically because I uh -huh. have all these I've acquired all these habits of yeah, like the olive oil club and the container store that like a woman would yeah, I can be like another married dude's wife's gay best friend, kind of yeah. Uh -huh. It might, can I like, I don't, well, I don't really know what I can get away with. I just felt kind of weird talking about a gay best friend, but like, is that, that's not like too, I'm not going to like offend anyone or is it possible? No, I mean, you, well, it's always, it's, it's, you can always offend someone. Some, I mean, yeah, yeah. don't go to hysteria and be like, yeah, those faggots. I mean, yeah, you yeah, know, like, I mean, you know, you can do something some places and not, you figure but it like, out. But like when I say the line, like, why is it to have sex with a woman? I need to live the life of a gay man. Am I... Does any does any do you think no, people that's are gonna, funny. do you think people are gonna like pull like yeah people are gonna pull back or, or right right it's not yeah the queer eye for the straight guy happened in two thousand I think everything's okay I think everyone's gonna be fine with that like if anything okay. you could go for the metrosexual angle but that's so or maybe, yeah. maybe you could reference how that's so twenty eleven or something or right. twenty what, what, what twenty two thousand six yeah Jesus Christ that's yeah. old. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, cool. no, I don't, you know, go for it. If you're not yeah. making some people mad, you're not doing your job right, right? Mm. Hey, mm. there you go. Okay, thanks, guys. Clap wildly, David Rock! <laughs> and come see him this Friday on Pam Jassy's Comedy Clubhouse. A mere $5. Gets you a great show and a treat. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Your next comedian uh, is a disgusting human being, uh, but a great painter. He's been painting inside the studio all day, and he's going to be selling his pieces if he ever gets it together and does them uh, for a dollar a piece on our comedy show on the 29th and he can make some money but right now he's going to make you guys laugh put your hands together Zach Wiseman that was a great intro song can we just play that slowly I like that I like that nothing better than performing over music guys just remember that makes you feel classy Black lives do not matter. Uh, white lives don't matter. No lives matter. None of your fucking lives matter. My life doesn't matter. Fucking too bad. Get over it. Too bad. I do think it's really funny, though, that uh, white people apologize for slavery like it's still the issue. I'm pretty sure that hasn't been the issue for a long fucking time. That's been illegal since I was born. I know it for a fact. People just being fucking assholes. If you feel bad... Quit acting like a fucking asshole. <laughs> Don't apologize to people. It's fucking stupid. It's stupid and arrogant. Like, okay, do this. Everybody, just do this. 
next time you're suspicious of a black man, give him the benefit of the doubt. Just do that. Maybe he gets you sometimes. But eventually they'll be like, everybody's so fucking nice. You don't want to shoot a bunch of people that are really nice, you know? Just saying. You guys have a problem where you have just like too many really great bits to work out, you know what I mean? It's like, fuck, dude, what do I do here? Jesus. So, uh, I read uh, this article. Uh, there's a man who had that uh, disorder where you just come all the time. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, persistent sexual arousal syndrome, right? Uh, and he said it sucked, which I don't know. I think he's just hoarding all his great disorder for himself, you know what I mean? But he said it was terrible, and he cited this example of uh, going to his father's funeral and uh, being up at the coffin and then coming while staring at his dead father. That sounds like a fucking good funeral. Have you ever been to a funeral? It's fucking great. Uh, and Keith Richards, very happy. He's living a very happy life. Quit coming, guys. Quit chasing the coming. Just do drugs forever. Live a peaceful, very productive life. Also, in this, uh, in this stint of research, I found out that not only is it known as PSAS, Persistent Sexual Arousal Syndrome, uh, <laughs> it is, is it also, it's also known as, uh, <laughs> restless genital syndrome. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, man, it sucks when you know you can't write anything funnier than just the thing. It's a bummer. <sighs> I forgot all my things. Oh. Well, I'm going to do what I do every time I forget all my things. Punish myself by sitting in the silence until I think of them. Or not. I just keep telling myself it makes me better. Oh, God damn it. There's that one about the thing. This is what my brain sounds like. Fucking terrifying. I have to make a rape joke just to calm my calm my thoughts. You know what they say about rape jokes? One man's rape joke is another man's also rape joke. Fraternities are disgusting, alright? There. <laughs> I uh I was at Brainwash and I saw somebody get on stage uh like a couple weeks ago and uh last person got off on a rape joke, so they decided they were just going to riff on rape, right? <laughs> and I'm not anti-rape joke at all. Go for it. If you have a thought that you think is funny, go for it. But uh, don't ever fucking try to riff on rape. Just don't do that. <laughs> it's a fucking no-win. No-win, guys. At best, you come up with uh, something that might work in the future. <laughs> it's fucking not good for you. God damn these fucking jokes. Okay, here's something I want to do. I want to go down to like Civic Center uh, with a tent. Nice velvety little tent. You know, not like camping tent. Nice little tent. And I'm going to put up a sign that says uh, 50 cents a look and $3 a touch. 
And then I'm just not going to put in anything inside the tent. <laughs> so I need some velvet fabric if anybody has velvet. That's it. Zach Wiseman. Comments. Comments for Zach Wiseman. Besides, he is very funny. You have anything, Cole Chapman? I thought that, I know you're riffing, but that uh, story about the guy telling the rape joke and then trying to riff on the rape joke, I think that's, because like, it's like a good point. It's like, yeah, no yeah, matter what, yeah. you're going to come up with a shitty joke. <laughs> like, yeah, no matter yeah. what, no one wants to hear that joke anymore. I feel like you, I don't know, that could work. Maybe an only Yeah, I also just really like the, the sort of discipline of, like, you can't, you know when you can't write anything funnier than the thing? Like, yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, maybe you could just perform that a little... Yeah. Like, make it sound like you just, I think, being more in that moment and be yeah, like, you know. Like yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. And then I really like the first, like, no lives matter thing. I don't know if you would set it up differently about when you're, like, depressed or suicidal. There's, like, or depressives have a slogan or something. I mean, I, I really like the way that you did it. You could set it up a little bit yeah, yeah, definitely. differently to, like, make that more of, like, a punch instead of the first thing that you say yeah that was something I did like once and I just totally forgot about so I'll get it yeah because I think you just started it with it instead of like ended with it but yeah I mean yeah fair and maybe you could add at the very end of the like so if anyone has like (laughs) is that the urine (laughs) (laughs) it's the sink you disgusting fucks maybe Oh, yeah. so I think Dave needs to get laid if he's like really excited by the girl peeing in the bathroom. <laughs> I can hear her tingle. I can hear her tingle. It just the inside of the toilet sounded really like titty or something. It's Maybe a sink. you could say like if okay, so for the velvet. <laughs> oh yeah, so if anyone has like some velvet fabric or like a giant something about like something that would container where you put a ton of money. I was thinking uh, I was either going to put nothing inside or put the money inside, right? So they'd pay me, and then i just put the money inside. And I don't know. Either way. I kind of like it without anything inside. Yeah. yeah. Nothing was like, kind of was funnier. Just like, and just like, I just like the visual gag of, like, taking someone's money and then just dropping it into a change jar, and then they look at the change <laughs> jar. That is pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, either way. It's, <laughs> maybe I'll do it twice. funny image, though. Yeah, do the same exact joke, one, like, back-to-back. Zach Wiseman, yay! Your next comedian. He is a stalwart every week. He's been working on his stuff. Put your hands together for George Davis! Nice. All right. Um, Let's start with this one. All right. Uh, They say that great minds think alike, but fools... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, they, yeah, that's what they say. They say great minds think alike, and that's bullshit because all minds think alike, basically. Like minds think alike. Bad minds think alike. Normal minds think alike. Just minds think alike. In fact, the worst part about the fact that they say great minds think alike is that no one fucking follows it up and says, "Well, fools seldom disagree." Right? Because that just means you're an asshole. Basically, you're two dumb schlubs looking at each other. And I was thinking, like, another one that's kind of funny. Like, uh, you you always hear people say, like, uh, you'll never get a job sitting on the couch. I have twice (laughs) in two states. Like, I did it once for Xerox. I got hired laying on my couch. 
<laughs> and then, like, the other time, I got hired laying in the bed from the city. So, you know, it's bullshit. Don't believe what people tell you about shit. All right. What else did I get? What did that even mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. I want... <laughs> I have this weird fucking tendency of doing shit. Like, I have a varsity letter. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> like, I have a varsity letter I have, and a junior varsity letter, and I have exercise-induced asthma, which means I can't run anywhere or do anything or I'll probably die. Like, I need an EpiPen to run down the street, right? But I got it because I wanted to hang out with my friends, and I got a manager. So I have a varsity manager's fucking letter. I've never put it on a jacket because it's garbage. You know, it's like, dude, don't do that and shit. Anyway. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And one more thing about that great minds shit. Great minds think alike. Well, bad brains think alike. And fucking HR put out a shitload of shitty solo records. Anyway, I wanted to just throw that in there. Put it on the tape so I can remember it. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh... This is weird. I was thinking about G.I. Joe. Chris, that's weird, I know, the great American hero. And I was thinking, well, the G.I. could just be gastrointestinal Joe. And he's just the great American asshole, right? You know? For some reason, I wrote this down. If you want to hate something, stand next to it and stay there. Eventually, you'll hate the son of a bitch. Just the truth. And that's like the history of all of like, human conflict. Just stay next to the son of a bitch. Eventually, you'll want to kill each other. And uh, I should write these better. Because <laughs> I have good handwriting, but when I write my notes, I'm like writing them while I walk and shit. So it looks like, what fucking alien wrote this bullshit? Or I'll write it at night when I'm asleep. I'm like, what? You know what you should do, asshole? Use something brighter than your phone. And, uh, I don't want to end with that fucking joke that I always announced. Oh, there it is. All right, what can lifesavers do that guys can't? Fuck off. <laughs> Come in five different flavors. George D. Smith. <laughs> Comments from the people. You had a lot of new jokes today. Great. Good job. George. Hey, I think, um, yeah, good job, dude. I think uh, it's really funny that you have a varsity letter for managing. You should just tell us about the situations where s someone got excited by that and then you had to, like, tell them the stories, like, I'm the manager. I mean, that seems like a very ripe letdown, you know, you, and you could go into that. Like, also, yeah, great minds think alike. That means that a Trump rally, like, what does that mean for a Trump rally? Or just find a list of contradictory quotes that's kind of it seems kind of like that's where you were going for but I feel like if you just go to like the I don't know there's like tons of like quote yeah. sites brainy quote or whatever and there's like thousands of quotes it'd be really funny if you just sort of did the work and found quotes that kind of deem the other quote meaningless sure. um, the whole thing about sitting on a couch not finding a job I mean and that was a that was a very wise thing until you know blogging came out or something you know like <laughs> there's probably something really specific because that doesn't really apply anymore um do people ever? Oh yeah, and it's like, do people ever delete quotes once they fucking like figure like one, that stuff is bullshit. Like, what happens when that shit just doesn't make any sense anymore? For sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, the whole standby something that you love, like it just you took us like thirty percent of 
the way to where our brains needed to go to laugh? Like, does it? Are, so I, I need to know exactly what this what you're trying to say is. Are you trying to say that if you're in a relationship, you're going to end up hating someone? But like the way you left it open, it's like, well, I could hate if I hate France, I'm going to stand next to France. So like, you needed to get more specific to make me go where you want me to go because right now it's just left a little too vague. But like, it's a funny concept. You just need more sort of. You need to paint the picture more fully. Yeah. Sounds fair. Gotcha. Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's like, you know, any two neighbors or whatever, any two anything. So France fights Europe, you know, or fucking yeah. anything. Or neighbor fights neighbor. You yeah, know? you kind of need to go and okay. those examples. I just you need it to out. give us those examples specifically. And it might be a little easier if it's like humans, but if you can make it so yeah. stand next to France sounds kind of funny. Like if you can take it into something a little <laughs> bit more, like less physical, like that's interesting. But yeah, you need to like do, give us, give us more examples. Gotcha. And stuff. Your great minds think alike bit. Mm-hmm. I thought honestly, you cut out all the words. Great minds think alike. You're told that pause for a bit, and then just be like, "But fools seldom disagree." Okay. Just for dichotomy. Okay. For a short joke, and then taking that like thing about fools and stacking it onto the bit about hate. Maybe bringing that in there somewhere about if you into standing next to someone, you'll eventually hate them as well. I thought that was that could have led into that somehow. Okay. So. Uh, so for the stand next to something and you'll hate it David's right good point but you don't really explore it much and there's a, there's like a whole lot of angles you could go with it so I don't know for, take the France up. thing for instance like the like France and Britain were involved in a hundred years war right they couldn't even see each other over the channel right <laughs> yeah. it's like they were just they just knew that they were like yo fuck those guys like there's like oh, 18 miles that way dude <laughs> like, there's a, a bunch of fucking assholes we gotta go kill them yeah, and it's like yeah. why like, don't worry about it we've been living next to them forever <laughs> like it's something like that you know yeah. what I mean like that's perfect like the, and it, it happens everywhere in history I mean yeah. you know you could go down the list and there's like a ton of examples but you know one of the things that I've always heard is you know comedy lies in the specifics so in one of those things where you could drill it down and kind of bring it into the real world cool that would really uh, sell it clap Thanks, wildly everybody. for George two more comedians left here on the joke workshop uh, your next comedian hey he had a uh, disturbing set last uh, Friday, but I, if he's, he gets more and more specific and uh, more and more bizarre every time I see him. Um, yeah, I, he, I won't be surprised if I uh, get a ride from him someday and I'm like, what are these leather gloves doing in your glove box? And the, the, the rope is that for getting cars out of ditches and helping people on the side of the road? Put your hands together, everybody, for Ken Suzuki! It's plain as the moon. Were you using that choice of music to juxtapose your intro? Sure. Oh. Well, I need help. You know. Got a lot of help, you know. Yeah. All right, let me get into character. All right, so, hey. Ha! You guys. So, hey. You guys, so, I'm known, it appears that I'm known as being the perverse, maybe a little bit kinky comic. Let's talk about perversion on stage. I see that. Uh, but have you guys heard, I can't wait to tell you about this new form of kink that's out there. Consent play? It's so hot. I don't know if you guys, you San Francisco, might be too, you vanilla prudish, tie them down folks in this. I mean, I understand, but dude, you give it a shot. 
but uh, I understand rough sex. I do. I, I really do. Because sex is better with an element of danger. Have you ever been fucked with a gun in your mouth? Oh, lordy. Is it powerful? Powerful. So powerful, when I'm done, I feel like a mantis that just cheated death. And boy, did this mantis come. Uh. Oh, and whether you're being, oh, I can't really forget that. Character again. And whether you're being fucked with a gun in your mouth, the old-fashioned blade to the throat, or just simply raw-dogging it at Burning Man, you really don't know who you are until you've been forced to come in a really high-stakes situation. Um, a little about myself. I'll be getting married next year for the material. Gotta transition that relatable material. I can't keep doing these dick jokes and talk about my perversions on stage anymore. No. Gotta be relatable relationships. People wanna hear my old, my wife and kids are crazy bits. That's where this needs to go. Can't keep talking about the whip and the chain. Gotta talk about the minivan and the soccer practice. And anyway, in practice for this, I've gotten into a, a polyamorous relationship. Now, People think, ooh, well, stand-up comedians, you must be in it all the time. No. This is what it's like being in a polyamorous relationship as a stand-up comic. It's having never enough free time to fuck anybody else. Between your work, because I'm not working at this full-time, <laughs> work, the open mics to try to give you five minutes of shit that'll probably bomb anyway, and then trying to give the, one, the other person some time you need some serious time management. Like, if you're going to get involved in poly, like, you should ask yourself, do I have a type A personality? Because this is really a type A personality, go-getter, scheduled day activity. Uh, those are the three bits I, that I need to work on. I've been knocking out one of them for weeks now, the gun in the mouth, and then the other stuff I've been trying to explore. Um, so that's all I want to work on. I really, really am getting frustrated. With these, so I'll keep telling them. I need feedback. Until I can make them work. Ken Suzuki's gonna tell the gun in the mouth joke till it works. Yay! Daddy. Um, hey, dude. Good job. I, uh, I like this. That sounds sincere, but even. No, I, th oh. I think I think you got some some good premises. I like. Maybe you should phrase it like this: like I'm a polyamorous, but only in theory. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Because yeah. like. Uh, and then just talk about how you keep, you maybe like would, you know, because of stand-up comedy that you can't do this, but like you were totally the theoretically, this is, you know, theoretically these are your values, but you can't actually put them into reality. Because I have like this gay friend that talks about how he's, his dad was mad at him because, you know, he came out gay and he's got a really strict father, but he actually hasn't like had <laughs> sex with any dudes in like forever, you know? So there's something kind of, there might be a parallel in that of, of like how your values don't really match up with like what's really going on in your life. Okay. Um, also, like maybe the consent play. I, that again was another thing that it didn't seem like you. I like this idea of like I'm, there's this new kink called consent play. Like my officer recommended it to me. Like some sort of thing about uh, you know what I'm saying. I mean I feel like that's a because you you do get into this dark shit and it's really hard to. I know you're trying this character, but it's like really it's hard. 
we need to know exactly who you are because it can get so dark. It's like nice that you, it's nice when we know that you're in on the joke, and if we don't know that you're in on the joke, then we get worried about you or worried about ourselves. No. Um, I don't think Zach says no. Um, also, you could be say something like, "Hey guys, you know me. I'm the guy from the comments section of porn, yeah. or something like that." Like you could. I think you need to. A lot of the stuff would work better in like a sort of self of self-effacing way and i think a, 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 a better sense of like self-awareness of that we that you can joke at about yourself that would make us like more comfortable laughing at instead of just like super dark shit that makes us like generally concerned i mean i've seen a lot of your sets and this actually seemed like pretty like approachable i liked your i mean i actually like the set considerably um but I think, yeah, just like this, it's, I think a lot of the laughs and stuff are just this sense of like, we need to know that you know what, how you're perceived and how you're coming off. Like mm -hmm. that's, I think the big, I think that's like your big next step and that's your big breakthrough is like instead of creeping us out or scaring us or any other thing that we could be dealing Speak with. Speak for like, yourself. I am, I am, I am, dude. But I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be honest. This is my real take on it. Like we just, I want to feel like, you kind of know who you are on stage, and then once I sort of trust and like that person, then I can kind of go along for those jokes. So that's just my take, and I don't know. Yeah, he's mean. right. People are like dogs. Like, you can say the meanest thing in the world to a dog if you just say it nice. Hey, you fucking piece of shit up! Or like the they Andrew Jeselnik character. That's a character, and we get that sense, and it's he's so evil, but like that's, we know what we're getting ourselves into. Dude, the gun in my mouth is excitement. Ah! <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be funny if you so you do this really dark shit and then you talk about how you're getting married and you're gonna move into like this kind of like dad suburban or whatever and you're like yeah I'm gonna have totally different material like now instead of putting a gun in my girlfriend's mouth I'm gonna be putting a gun in my wife's mouth or something like that that's great that's really good yeah that's fine you kind of yeah, when, you, when you transition into what do you have transition into this like dad material thing you have this like weird cosby affectation that you put on where you're like and i'm gonna be going with my wife down to the pool it's like what's going on there like suddenly you totally switch into this completely different thing that's like this hokey mom and pop ho look at me tita tita like kind of it's like you know what i mean it's like a juxtaposition a very jarring juxtaposition from where we just were which is like you know consent play very dark shit so maybe you could play it up a little yeah. more or something or you could mention that you're trying to do a character at the front and kind of make that part of the bit so we're like in on it because like this is the first time i've ever but, heard you mention a character and i'm like oh this makes sense you know what i mean but i really <laughs> did like jenny but jenny's idea is really i think jenny's idea is really smart because that you still get to have the all the darkness you want but it's using classic joke structure that yeah. that we're all gonna laugh at because you're breaking our expectations it's not just the character being the character that's funny it's like you're a character and you're making a great sort of you're shattering our expectations with a classic joke that's that's like very powerful if you can get to that does that like that makes mm -hmm. sense right? yeah. in, in the specifics about gun in the mouth joke yeah, the gun in the mouth. because after i say fuck you now people will usually have that to follow it up i use examples i like this time i use, i thought the just pretending to be like a mantis that cheated death was like an example because nor if you you die after they, they usually die after they have sex, but if you come, you survive. Who is this? Who's that? Uh, the joke about being fucked with a gun in my mouth. Oh. oh, oh, do people think I put a gun in someone else's mouth when no, I say this joke? Okay. And they're like, how I like to have a gun in my mouth when I'm getting fucked, and then and then I say like whether it's having a gun in your mouth or like having a blade to the throat or just raw. And then I use the example because I thought it'd be corny, the raw dog and a Burning Man. 
would be the other form of dangerous sex. Uh, all right, fine. So that joke, uh, nobody likes. All right, we'll. Uh, I love it. Know. Never quit. Never quit telling it. Every time, Ben. Every time. I probably will. I just got. I, I was hoping to fix it tonight, but it's. Uh, we'll keep keep hammering away at that. And um, one last thing, uh, like when you were telling those jokes, like the corny jokes. If you're gonna do it dark, like do something like where you're driving the kids in the minivan and then you fuck your kids. You know what I mean, right? Like turn the fucking thing. Turn the dark. Turn the lights off. Like in here. Turn them off. It is. It's dark in here. It's getting scary. <laughs> Right, everybody, put your hands together, Ken Suzuki. If you fussy about your food. Yeah, things are getting weird only because I just, I haven't turned the lights on yet, and the lights are going out outside earlier, you know, just because of, like, nature and shit. There we go. All right. Thanks, Zach Wiseman. Uh, we have one last comedian for you guys right now. Clap like crazy for Ginny Hogan. I'm going to riff on rape for a few minutes. Some thoughts. I do feel like rape has made, like, the term no way more intense. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I can't just, like, say no to someone I'm, like, having sex with regularly or he's going to be like, whoa. <laughs> I don't know what caused you to feel like you needed to say that. So I'm stuck having all this sex I don't want to have. Um, no, I'm kind of <laughs> kind of old-fashioned about sex um, in that, like, I don't really do it. Uh, this is just me getting into character, though, obviously. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hugely slutty in real life. I was actually kind of stressed out about the skin that I'm showing between my uh, ankle socks and my jeans that are too short. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, uh, yeah, I haven't had sex in a while, and uh, I want to kind of w- go so long without having sex that it becomes like a quirk almost. Because uh, if there's anything I need, <laughs> it's more quirks. Um, I. Uh, I, I I don't know what, okay, people use this term sex positive, it's like a thing, like mostly gay people say it, like, I don't know if it really means, like, having sex with a lot of people, or, like, anyone can have sex or whatever, but I do know that I'm, like, sex negative, like, I think that people would describe my stand-up set as sex negative, um, but because I haven't had a boyfriend in a while, I have been masturbating a lot, but I don't want to, like, be unprepared for the next time I'm in a relationship, you know, so I make myself, like, do it when I don't really want to. Uh, I have like a really old vibrator and like sometimes it craps out like 30 before I finish. Uh, I usually, so I don't, I I honestly don't even masturbate very often. I'll do it, my roommate takes really long showers so if I like get home and I want to go straight to bed and I can't because she's in the shower because I need to pee before I go to bed obviously, I'll like start masturbating but then it, just to kill time and then if she, when she gets out of the shower I'll just stop and like go pee and go to bed. Um, and so, like, I feel like girls will be like, oh, like, did, you know, like, that guy really need, like, guys really need to make sure that you finish during sex or whatever. Like, that's, like, feminist or whatever. Uh, I just feel like I can't hold it against a guy for not, not having me finish when I don't even, like, make myself finish. Like, I don't even put in the work (laughs) on myself. (laughs) I'm like, I would rather go to bed also. Um, (laughs) you know, so I just, I'm trying to keep reasonable expectations. Um, I, uh, at some point I was just like kind of having sex with too many, or I didn't want to make like the number of people I'd had sex with too high. So I was like, okay, I'm only going to have sex with guys I've already had sex with. Um, they've been grandfathered in the original pricing and everyone else is just out. Um, but my only real concern with not having had sex in a while is that like next time I want to do it, I'm going to like not remember how. And the guy's going to be like, do you even still know how to do this? Um, I am not that worried, though. I think regardless of how long I wait, I'll be just as good at lying there as I ever was. 
I am I am pretty lazy during sex. Uh, I think sex should be gentle. Like I'm a very light sleeper. Um, gonna <laughs> it's gonna switch to something different. I uh, started going to the gym and. <laughs> My, uh, I, you know, I don't get like couples at the gym. They're like all over the place, right? I, like people making out on the equipment. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, I wouldn't even go to the gym if I had a boyfriend. Like, I thought that was the whole point. Um, so I took this kettlebell class, and okay, I went to this kettlebell class. You guys know what kettlebells are? They like, yeah, yeah. The okay, the pink ones were light, and the heavy ones were blue. I know, I was like, fuck you and your gender-coded kettlebells. I'm not going to stand for this shit. Which is convenient, because as it turned out, I actually can't stand and hold a kettlebell at the same time. Um, and so I was really angry. I was like, I'm not going to take it. I'm going to take this fucking blue kettlebell. Uh, I had to have this guy carry it back to my mat. I couldn't lift it, but uh, I was still was t make, taking a stand. Um, and then I'm like swinging it. No, I'm... Basically, then the instructor's like, I'm sorry about the sexist kettlebells. You can just do the, uh, but you're going to hurt yourself, so you can just do the exercise uh, with no weights. It was great. Um, let me think of other new, okay, so I don't, doesn't it feel like everyone's, like, pubic hair looks the same, even though everyone's head hair is different? <laughs> like, that's, that's totally true. Like, my pubic hair is curly, and my head hair, like, has no, like, I wish I could get that kind of volume on my head. You know what I mean? Like, what, <laughs> what are my pubes doing? Um... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think I have one more thing. I have one more. Real, oh, yeah, this is vagina pictures. Okay, so this guy sent me a dick pic, and then he's like, now your turn. I was like, okay, I guess I'll send him a picture of my vagina. Like, that must be <laughs> what he wants. So I'm like, but I didn't want it to be dehumanizing. Like, I wanted my face in it. So I'm like, trying to do it like this or whatever. Uh, more or less, and then, and then it turned out he wanted a titty pic, and I was like, "Why? If that's what you wanted, why didn't you send me a picture of your nipple? Like, it doesn't make any sense." Okay, I'm done. I'm Ginny. Bye. Ginny, okay. Great audience. Yeah, I really like your incorporation. I don't know if you've done that before, a physical movement. I mean, it's yeah, not a lot. Picture? Yeah. We haven't forgotten about foraging. What? We haven't forgotten about foraging. <laughs> Don't try to escape from that. Wait, you did something else. In I mean, yoga. I do yoga on my bits, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I anyway. So my vagina, my smiling vagina selfie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the. Uh, I like that I didn't even get to finish thing about the vibrator, uh, whatever. Um, but I feel like there's like 50 more words in that than there need yeah. to be. You know what I mean? Like you started telling a story like, oh, she goes to the bathroom, take a shower, and I'm like, I need to go pee before. But like, I feel like all that stuff could just be cut out, and you could just get to the point. Yeah, there's like, way too many words that did not, that were not funny. Yeah. <laughs> just too unfunny for too long. So make it funny faster. Thank um, you for the, <laughs> um, the couples making out at the gym thing was an interesting observation uh, but I think it's funny because don't people go to the gym to like break up with each other well, isn't that like you, you go to the gym, you start getting in shape, and then you're going to, because the people are like, well, I've heard guys be like, dude, she's going to the gym, she's going to leave me. You know yeah. I mean? Like, it could be one of those things like, aren't you guys both going to leave each other soon? Like, why are you making out of the gym? You know what oh, I mean? Oh, like, that's a good, yeah. Some kind of thing where it's like, it's yeah. so tragic that they're both there, because they're both going to leave each other. That's why they're both at the gym. Um, ba -doop -boop -boop. Uh, one more thing. Uh, uh, um, when he says, uh, your turn, 
regarding the dick pic? What if you just sent him another dick pic? Absolutely. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Not, I mean, of, you know, I'm going to end it there. Okay, good job. Hey, I thought... Um, so excited for your feedback. I thought the fact that you masturbate when you don't want to is like a genius joke. I mean, I really think right? that's an amazing joke. Right? Uh, <laughs> I thought there was a... T- <laughs> I thought there was a ton. Of, yeah, I thought there was actually a ton of like amazing jokes. Uh, rather that you'd rather go to bed too, like Cole called out. That was really fun. Maybe you should say something. The the thing about just like just lying there. I don't know if it's like se- like yeah. not sex is like riding a horse, that, but a s- horse that's asleep or just so, oh, like something that. like that you could use that's more catered to yeah. you um, than just because yeah, if you don't do anything in the first place, then you re- can't really forget how to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the kettle. Yeah, there's something funny about like how I, I just the idea of like gender-coded kettlebells and like the uproar that causes in San Francisco, or like, and how you can have a business you want to make like purple kettlebell. Like, I feel like you, you could think more about your own world of like I have the, these are fucking gender bullshit kettlebells, and you want to make purple San Francisco kettlebells, or you want to this you, some sort of business opportunity could be really fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Like something inventive that doesn't exist yet just also, for us. Ha! Uh, Bluebells. Bluebell. Uh, Never heard of that joke. <laughs> 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 the heavier chick, I damn it. Is it like blue balls? Yes, yeah. 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 All right. Um, and yeah, the pubes and, or like the, the one-to-one nipples to boobs and dick to vag. I thought that was amazing. I mean, yeah, you have, you have a ton of stuff. It's, 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 it's just like editing. It's, it's like... I feel like this is, could be really bad advice and take away some of your spirit, but if you had, just like watch those like Tonight Show sets and it's yeah. like every, because yeah, you could, you have the jokes that are so yeah. funny where every line could be that huge powerful one and yeah. it's, obviously this is how we all get it out. This is yeah. Joke Workshop. Yeah. You're like just rant, you know, ranting a little bit, but like you have so many really crystal clear, like amazing jokes in the set. Yeah, I was, I was really impressed. Yeah, ever send my send him a dick pic thing. I think it's way funny to just send him a picture of it. It's like it's not even of your vagina. It's just like in between. It's like the it's my like taint. your taint. Yeah, it's like you not really getting the framing right. Cause yeah, like I don't. Yeah, you could be like. I think you could build a really fucking gross, funny image of you yeah. trying to send that picture of you squatting over with your jeans around yeah, your ankles and yeah, if you really want to commit to the bit, yeah. you could totally yeah. just yeah. commit to the bit. Commit to the bit. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a that's a really uh, funny image. <laughs> totally unwanted. Maybe you could do like yeah. an anti-vagina monologue. Yeah, would you guys be grossed out if someone sent you a picture of their vagina? No. No. no? It's it's oh, besides Ken. You would be grossed out, right? Um, I want to be. I'd be like. I'd be like cool in principle, but I want to be like thrilled. I want to yeah. be like. Oh, so we're going to jerk off. To it's kind of like you know what I mean. I'm much rather get like article cleavage no, than like straight up. I just want to just Okay. You got to go Google some hot picture of just a straight up vagina and be like nice. No, but like a teenage, like a thirteen year old. Are you Google article cleavage? Fuck no. It's either or. Yeah, class it up, man.
All right, that's been the joke workshop tonight, guys. Any more comments for Ginny? We all good. Clap wildly, yay! All right, that's been the joke workshop tonight. If anybody wants to buy any treats, I have them. Please buy them for me. Uh, or and then if not, we'll see you guys uh, Wednesday. Feel free to listen to the AltaCast or some call me Tim. Wednesdays from noon to four, and then on Friday it's happy hour from six to eight, and then Pamtastics from eight to ten. Uh, you guys can see and hear David Roth this week on that show. Also Chris Kanatzer, Colin Holtz, who else? Like there's so many names. Ethan Albers, David Klein. Who else is on that? I can't remember. Uh, but it's gonna be great. So see you guys on Friday. Have a good week. Bye.